You are listening to the Horizons Church Podcast. What's good, Ethan? Uh, many things are good, Josiah. Wow. I'm First so and glad. foremost, that we nailed the names. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes we definitely forget, oh, and yeah. I'm just hoping that people remember. <laughs> people remember, or you can, you know, you read the description. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know. But they don't know who's speaking. I mean, if you're like a newcomer to this, yeah, that's true. Because you are, you are one of the primary speakers at our church. That's true. And then they're like, "Who's <laughs> the guy he keeps talking to?" Yeah, yeah. Who's that fellow? So, if you're unfamiliar, we sometimes we sometimes remember to say each other's names. We do sometimes. So yeah, there are lots of good things though. Yeah, yeah. Coffee's good. Coffee's so good as per usual. I mentioned that specifically because. Because yeah. I think I'm going to have a second cup when I get back to the office. Ooh. For Father's Day, yeah. Abigail, air quotes, I put air quotes around Abigail because she's she's 16 <laughs> she months old and she can't. She probably hasn't earned the income for this. No, she has not. But uh, air quotes, Abigail, for Father's Day, got me basically a second set of my coffee set up at home that I have. Yes. So Zach, our resident worship director at the Lost Creek campus and the guy who makes this podcast happen, every week. He uh, got Ethan and I both hooked to the same coffee setup with yes. this big old fancy double burr grinder and um, mm-hmm. I think it's called a rock espresso mm-hmm. maker. It's got this like this. It's, it's, it's a manual press. espresso press. Yeah, manual espresso press. It's the real deal. Anyway, I'm not getting into all the technical details. The point is I have a setup like that at home and have for many years now and starting seminary soon and got lots of stuff going on at the church and so they got me a setup for the office so I can yeah. make coffee there too. Very cool. Which is perhaps dangerous for my heart, question mark, all no, caffeine, look, no more dangerous than stress. That's it. Mm, true. Yeah. True. I look at it this way. There's no way, there's absolutely no way on this earth that I can have so much caffeine that it outweighs the negative effects of my own anxiety. <laughs> I can't do worse. <laughs> so I might as well just have a cup. Yeah, what is it Andrew W.K. says? You're gifted in the lower emotions. Gifted in the lower emotions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, so coffee's good, people. Coffee's good. It is a gift of the Lord. Yes, it is. You know, mm. I by habit, I'm a coffee drinker. By habit, you say? Yes. Every, every morning, I have a cup. Me too. I cannot tell you the last morning I did not have a cup. Actually, that's a lie. I can't tell you, but it's not important. <laughs> it sounded it dramatic matter. for a minute. And, and and it was... is normally, it's not a matter of, oh, I forgot to have the cup. It's because right. I, I am going to decide that day I'm not going to have a cup, which doesn't happen often mm-hmm. because it's my habit. Mm-hmm. Speaking of habits. Speaking of. Da, na, na, na. Segway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, we've been in a series uh, on the spiritual power of habits called Rhythms. In fact, yeah. this past weekend, we just included part two. Yes. Preached on the habit of corporate worship. Since we're time travelers here <laughs> the podcast, hopefully I did a good job. <laughs> hopefully it made sense. Um, but yeah, so this past weekend, we talked about the habit of corporate worship. And uh, we talked about what it does for us and why we ought to indeed make it a habit, why it ought to be a regular rhythm in our lives. But I didn't really have time to get into the nitty gritty of how we mm. might go about making it a habit, which is, yeah, I mean, that's that's good information, but I just... You trying to tell me I actually have to make this actionable? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my problem, uh, this is every preacher's problem, so I just probably need to get over it at some point. But I mean, there was so much stuff that I really did think it was necessary to say about the nature of the habit of corporate worship itself. So I mean, like, you know, like why we ought to be doing it and what it actually accomplishes when we're doing it. Because I mean, those are things we just don't get to talk about very often. Like we're in the business of doing it every weekend. Mm -hmm. And so we don't actually get to talk about here's why we do it and here's what it's really doing in our hearts and in our spirits. And here's why then it ought to be a 
habit, just a regular part of our lives. So I just didn't get to talk about the how of well, making it a habit. I mean, you know? to your defense. That is why we did a split set in yeah. many ways, to kind of to kind of like re-engage that after hearing about it. Yeah. And and the other kind of ironic piece of it is, I mean, I'd probably say a good percentage of the people who were there on the weekend probably have made it a habit. Yeah. Probably good percentage. Yeah. Not all, but a good percentage. Fair majority. Yeah. And so all that is to say, all that qualification, because I love qualifying things, mm. I figured that talking about some helps for making corporate worship a habit would be better suited for a discussion outside the church walls, say, in like a podcast. Makes sense to me. Talk about some of those actionable steps and all of that. And if you don't think that corporate worship is necessary to the Christian life, then I could talk to you forever about how to make it a habit, but it would go in one ear and out the other anyway, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, so anyway, that's why we're talking about it here sure. as opposed to having gotten to a lot of the tactics on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's it. I will say that um, I don't mind you softballing this whole thing and telling me, <laughs> you know, like how it's possible in a very tactile kind of practical sense. I have no shame in reading the walkthrough. That's you know what I mean? I'm all... I'm, I'm there for that. I'm ready. Yes, I am ready. Exactly. I'm there for walkthroughs. Yeah. So if you are now a um, quote unquote believer, like if you perhaps hadn't really thought about making corporate worship a habit and it was just kind of like, oh yeah, like we do that, like, you know, occasionally or if we are feeling like it, it's just, it's more or less just a, a part of our lives that fits when we can make it fit. But now you're thinking, no, like I can see it's important. It's a habit. Ought to make it a rhythm for me or my family. Then again, yeah, you might be asking, how do I do that? How do I make corporate worship a habit? Sure. <laughs> well, when it comes to habits, the answers aren't what we would probably consider spiritual yeah. um, necessarily. Because I think, I mean, like for many years as a teenager, especially, I think I got into the trap of like, I knew I had to have these good habits, right? Habits like we're going to continue to talk about in this series. Like, I know, like I would be reading my Bible and I'd pray every day and things like that. But I expected there was some sort of like spiritual secret that you had to <laughs> unlock to make that a habit. Like, well, if I just like, I don't even know, I couldn't even put it into words. I just thought like, oh, well, like, it's good. So the, the Holy Spirit just going to like make me do it? Question mark? Like, <laughs> I always kind of thought I would like you unlock something and ascend. Yeah, that's it. Like, we're just Buddhist, not like, <laughs> not Christian. Oh, poor uh, us as teenagers. It was rough. Yeah. So in other words, habits, good habits, they're really just that. They're the ordinary little actions that we do every day without thinking about them. Like, it's it's not much more complicated than that. And yet... It's so difficult, It's apparently. so difficult. Like, like it, it requires is. this specified attention. Yes. And they do have great spiritual power. But that's the thing. I think we want to, like, get it reversed, this kind of, like, weird thing. So, like, let me, let me try to tell this another example that will hopefully clarify this because I think I'm getting a little too out there. Self-control is a fruit of the Spirit, right? Yeah. So if you're like, Holy Spirit's just going to make me self-controlled, right? Like, I should just... <laughs> sure. No. Like, and I, like, I, and I know plenty of other Christians who kind of fall into that way of thinking. But the thing is, is like, I met people in the military who are far more self-controlled than many Christians I know. Yeah. Like, you just have to be. You just get that discipline in your life and you have that self-control. So when Paul would say like, yeah, like a fruit of the Spirit is self-control, there's discipline involved in that. Like, he's expecting that the Holy Spirit is changing you and growing that fruit through these habits of self-control. Yeah. It's just being a fruit of the Spirit does not mean it is an effort-free gift. Right. Yeah. It was like my, I think my father said this, the first message is like a tree, you know, like naturally an apple tree naturally produces apples, but Mm -hmm. it's sending its roots into good soil and water and all of those things. So anyway, how we spend our time and how we act 
that's how we spend our lives. Yeah. And that's tr- like our habits are what we're doing every day. Like our habits are how we're spending our time. Most of our life is not determined by these big grand moments. Yeah. Now there are things that do change in big grand moments. Yeah, there right? are transformative moments. Yes. Like when you put your faith in Jesus, in that moment, there is something transformative that happens. Baptism is a moment. We have things like that. But most of your life, 98% of it <laughs> is like walking three miles an hour and doing yeah. the little things. 100%. So like that is going to determine the trajectory of your life. Yeah. And so... So, like I said this past weekend, it's possible to make a habit of going to corporate worship and still making it a lifeless routine. That can happen. I mean, the Pharisees did that, you know. <laughs> like, they were at the synagogue all the time, and it was lifeless. And the, the problem, though, is not necessarily the habit of corporate worship. Like, that habit is not in itself like evil or something. Of course. The problem is our other habits during the 167 other hours <laughs> of the week that have nothing to do with worshiping or honoring God, right? Like that's the problem. Sure. So on the other hand, if we do want to be a faithful Christian, corporate worship should be a habit for us. It should be a regular rhythm of our lives. We're called into a many-membered church that has historically gathered at least once a week on the Lord's Day to worship God corporately in song, prayer, and sacrament, scripture reading, preaching. I mean, all those things. So we do need to talk about how to make it a habit. Well, the funny thing about this, I think for for you and me, is like it's our job. Oh yeah, like you, <laughs> it's like we're gonna be there, you know. Yeah. So like it can be a little weird in in like discussions like this to recognize that like yes, sometimes people might put off a decision or not plan ahead and then run behind on Sunday morning and just throw in the towel and stay home. And <laughs> here, like I'm looking at it, like I can't not show up to work because I didn't iron a shirt. Yes, yeah, like, you know, like, I gotta is, go. I <laughs> exactly, it's not an option for me. But to, like to completely flip that, right? Last night, yeah, I was a few hours and. Uncharted for again. Um, <laughs> when I when I realized I needed to prepare for like this recording session, let alone like other basic things I needed to take care of. Yes. Um, so you know I know myself well enough to to kind of sympathize with this plight because yeah. if, if it wasn't my actual job, I would probably be astounded at the idea of waking up consistently every single Sunday forever. Could I do that? No. <laughs> yeah. Like like. I never, ever, ever, ever want to get up early because I want to. That's not a desire for me. Uh, so, so to recognize it from that perspective, like it does start to feel like a tougher habit that you have to cultivate. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that does lead to the question, It's you know, that we've been trying to get to to this whole podcast. And they're like, Josiah, are you ever going to get to it? How do you go about making this a habit if you haven't yet done so? Well, I'm going to share some wisdom with you from James Clear's book, Atomic Habits. Very good book. Highly recommended to you. Very helpful. It's funny because, you know, some people like this is completely off the cuff and it doesn't matter. But like, you know how um, there are some people who like are really obsessed with like modding out like rifles and guns. And oh, they're, yeah. like Constantly tinkering. Every Everybody, I think, has something they are constantly tinkering with. Sure. I'm constantly tinkering with habits. Like, <laughs> I mean, like the, like the nature of habits and like routines and rituals and oh. rhythms. That is like my... I don't know why. I just really am into that. That's wild. And, um, yeah, <laughs> it's just very odd. I'm a, I don't know how else to describe it. So I think it's probably it's probably healthier than going on like in blissful ignorance about your habits. Yeah, you know what I mean. It probably at least it fosters like self awareness. Yeah, I um maybe some we've talked about this stuff before. Maybe some episode we can talk about my new like. Yeah. Because I'm getting way off topic here, but like I've got a new, this will be great for the scripture reading sermon that we're going to do okay. at the end of the series. So, okay. Are you debating right now? I'm debating whether <laughs> even to share it, but I uh, I just have a really elaborate now, like elaborate quote unquote Bible reading setup yeah. that is very, I say it's involved. It's not like difficult, but like the setup I have for it now. 
I'm going to talk about it. In nice. Episode because okay, okay. I'm looking it'll forward be, to it. <laughs> those are the kind of things that like they bring, they, they put some joy into the habit. Yeah. It's like you, you do something that makes it enjoyable for you. And um, wow, I really got off track there. I was talking about James Clear's book, Atomic <laughs> Habits. That's what I was talking about because I'm really into this kind of stuff. I think that the most helpful tactic for making corporate worship a habit, if you haven't, is to follow Clear's third law of habit making which is to make it easy. Oh. That's his, That's what he calls his third law of habit making, is make it easy. Make it as easy for yourself as possible. And here's what that means when we're talking about corporate worship. I talk to a number of people who know that corporate worship is important, right? That's the thing with all these habits. Like, we know, you know, for Christians, like, we know these are, are important things, right? But they haven't made a regular habit of corporate worship yet because they've made attending weekly worship too difficult for themselves. <laughs> so, as a completely hypothetical scenario, here's what that might look like in a couple different situations. Let's say it's Saturday night and you are a young family. You got a couple kids. Like I said, it's Saturday night. You've had a fun day out. You and your wife get the kids into bed. They finally fall asleep. It's, you know, it's getting late. You and your wife finally crawl into bed and then you realize it's Saturday night. <sighs> Tomorrow's church. Like, oh my, like completely slipped our minds. And Wow, okay, that's okay, that's coming up tomorrow. Early morning. Woof, yeah, okay. Or another scenario, maybe you're a bachelor and you're playing Call of Duty with your bros. I think you mean Uncharted 4 and Crushing Difficulty. <laughs> if you're Ethan, you're playing <laughs> Uncharted 4, the more story-driven games. <laughs> and um, But you get carried away and you look at the clock and then realize, holy cow, it's 2 a.m. and the late oh. service starts at 11, 10 a.m. Nickel like, that's, for every time. That's, like, even if you're going to the late service, that's not a lot of it's like, really not. sleep. You know, time. I can't, I, mean, and, I can't just like conk out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So whatever the scenario may be, those are just a couple examples. It's now Saturday night or really early Sunday morning, and you're just now thinking about church. So now, if you're the couple with kids, you've just made the morning more difficult for yourself because your kids are already asleep. You're not going to go into their room and like go rummaging through the dressers to get their <laughs> clothes out and get those ready. You're not got anything prepared mm. for the morning, probably. No. If you're The Bachelor, you're not going to get enough sleep, so you're going to make waking up in the morning just way harder Ooh, on yourself. It'll be way harder than, when, than it could be or needs to be. So the morning comes, the alarm goes off, and kids are being rowdy. You can't find the clothes. You spill milk on your shirt. Ugh. Yeah. Like, is going to church going to be worth all the madness, you ask yourself? I like, am so done with this hypothetical family already. <laughs> Ethan's like, I can't handle no, it. home. This is it. Because then finally, you know, you arrive either 40 minutes into a 70-minute worship service or you just, you know, decide to, like, stay home. Yeah, I mean, I threw right? in the towel when they spilled milk on their shirt. That's so. it. Yeah, that's, that's the end of that. That's irredeemable. Or, you know, or you're the bachelor and it's like the alarm goes off and you just can't. Like, I mean, your <laughs> body aches. Your body, like, I don't know about you, but like, I, I'm not a late-night person at all. Right. Not at all. We joke about how early I go to bed. Right. Like, I get achy. Like, my body gets achy if I stay up too late and try to wake. Like, it just does. I'm it's pathetic. Amazing. So I can sympathize with all those things, especially the family thing. You know, we got you know, a little baby, all those things. I can sympathize with all that. But if we really do want to make corporate worship a habit and and recognize the gravity and the value and, and the worth that comes with that, well, then there are ways we can make things easier on ourselves sure. so that we can cultivate the habit. And uh, I do want to bring up that I think most of us want, like, the perfect, easy resistance-free path to doing these kind of things. But I like, do, I do. It doesn't exist, you know? It's just not there. <sighs> you know, like, Frodo had to walk all the way to Mordor. Like, it's just, just no... Not even the yellow brick road. Not even the yellow brick road. Without was, its issues. No. Mm, wow. Mm, 
Mm. Wow, that is profound. <laughs> 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 Not even the yellow brick road. So all that to say is there are ways to make it easier, but it's not going to be perfect. Mm. So don't get you know frustrated or disappointed to the point of despair when things don't always go according to plan. And I do think that James Clear makes a pretty compelling case. Does he make a clear case? A cow leaf. I should have seen that joke coming mm. from a mile away. <laughs> but he makes a case in his book that one of the keys to building good habits is just making it as easy as possible on yourself. Like not making it more difficult than it needs to be. Yes. So Finally, here, however many minutes into this episode we are, here are some finally practical suggestions mm. for ways you can make it easier to build a habit of attending corporate worship every week. All make right, it a habit, okay? Let's have it. These are just a few suggestions, and I'm you know, sure that more will come to your mind. An exhaustive list. You're ideas. saying this is That's an exhaustive a, list. Please, Ethan, no, don't, don't do this. Here's a suggestion. If you often find yourself not thinking about church until, say, Saturday night. Like, it just, it's just off the radar until Saturday night, and then you're like, oh, dang it. Like, I forgot church is tomorrow, and I haven't planned appropriately. Literally, just put a recurring reminder in your calendar mm. for, like, Friday evening that alerts you church is in two days. Absolutely. I'm so all about these reminders. I love calendar reminders. So good. So, so helpful. And just, like, just jogging your memory or reminding you, hey, like, you need to do this thing today. It's really saved my skin. Yes. And same thing with this. Like, don't make it harder on yourself than you need to be. Like, yeah, like, you're probably thinking about all kinds of stuff in the middle of the week. There are probably things that demand your focus and attention in a God-glorifying way, even. Yeah, sure. So if that's the case, make it easier on yourself. Just put a recurring reminder in your phone. It's like, oh, yeah, church is in two days. And then, like, you know, plan. If you got a family you got to account like, plan with them. Be like, hey, don't forget, like, got church coming up. We need to plan accordingly. Make sure that mm. all, you know, the stuff is in Communicate in your intentions. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Communicate your intentions. Man, humanity would really be saved a lot of grief if we could manage if that. If we just communicated more. So, yeah, so there's that. And on the tails of that, here's another suggestion. Don't make the decision to go to church in the morning, like the morning of church. Yeah. Like I, I, I do talk to people who are like, yeah, like I kind of make that decision like in the morning. And it's like, uh, how can you live your life? Yeah. Like uh, that's just, at I mean, that, at that point, the decision will be formed by your immediate feelings. Yeah. Like it won't, it won't be like we're going to church. Like it's a, it's what we do that. It's like, oh yeah. Like how tired do I feel? Yeah. How tired do I feel? Too Did tired. I spill milk on my shirt? I spilled like, milk on like, my shirt. I don't have another shirt ironed. The kids are running amok. They're like screaming and throwing, you know, bacon and egg at each other, you know, like it's just <laughs> how dare they disgrace bacon <laughs> and eggs? How dare they not eat those bacon and eggs? So yeah, I mean, and if that means again, simply literally saying out loud to your family, you know, we're going to church like tomorrow, so we're doing that. Mm -hmm. Like do that, but make that decision, like literally make that decision before the morning. Like don't wait till the morning of. Another suggestion is go with friends who have already made it a habit. Because mm. you probably have friends who have they're they're there every weekend. At least you know? a few. Yeah, at least. And then hopefully, I mean if if you're making a habit of trying to go with them and they made a habit and then, you know, you don't show up for whatever reason, they'll probably miss you and say, hey, you know, missed you this past weekend. Like, see you this upcoming one. You know, everything all right. You'd be like, hey, what's wrong with you, sinner? <laughs> That's just my bespoke that, that, avenue. That's Ethan's one. He's yeah. like, walks in like, hello there, you missing. It's like, hey, it's my job. What's your problem? <laughs> And that 
actually something I just remembered from the book that I didn't write down here for some reason. I don't know why. But you can like bundle that with making a habit of like going out to lunch afterwards. That's something I enjoy. Oh, like, oh yeah, like yeah. I'm going out and grabbing food after Like you're church. saying, like build it out in a way that is enjoyable, that is actually fun, that you yeah. desire to take part in all of this because you've made it an experience. Yeah, it, it's a bundle. He calls it, there's a oh, bundling. Eh, he has a, another word for it, but it's like, it's a kind of habit bundling where it's like, oh, we get these, all these enjoyable things overlap and one leads to the other. Yeah. So yeah, you got that. And then I think perhaps the most helpful suggestion for making it easier on yourself is identify the steps that you have to literally take in order to get to the church and then do as many of them ahead of time as possible. Yeah. And here's another example of that. It's like if you've got young kids, this is at the temple that I'm working with because it's the one that's on my mind most. <laughs> but let's say your ideal Sunday morning looks like literally waking up, like getting out of the bed, maybe taking a shower and, you know, getting yourself freshened up and dressed, eating breakfast, getting loaded up into the car and taking the 15 minute drive to the church. Okay. Sure. That like, when you just say that, like, that didn't sound like a whole lot, right? Seems I mean, that's pretty normal. Yeah. That's like, those are things you probably just do by habit already. Right. Sure. But the thing is, is Sunday morning, mm, a lot of that can really go awry. It can. And out of those steps, you can streamline a couple of them like ahead of time. So like you can lay out yours and your kids clothes the night before so that they're ready to go so that you're not like thinking like, ah, like, does this shirt match my pants? Like what shoes mm. am I going to wear? Figure that out in the daylight of Saturday. Yes. Just trust me. Yes. Figure it out then. Do the same thing with your kids clothes. Like have them laid out so that you're not like, ah, oh, like I can't find, you know, little Bobby shoes, you know, like I can't like it doesn't. <laughs> he's not wearing matching shoes today. <sighs> Like, just do that, like, Saturday. Like, you know, have them laid out, ready to go. In fact, and here's another interesting thing. If you know that your children tend to be messy and, mm. like, they are really into getting the food on themselves, yeah. even though as try as hard as you might to, like, <laughs> it, encourage them otherwise, literally take another minute and have an extra set. Just ready oh. to go. Just an extra set. Not take another minute on a Saturday. An extra set of kids? That's <laughs> close. Okay. <laughs> <That>, yeah. <laughs> All right. The messy set of kids is gone. We're getting the clean set out. <laughs> That's it. But because like that's the thing on a Sunday morning that like will like, exasperate you yeah. if you're trying to get ready to go in a timely fashion, right? Like you're and you're feeling crunched for time. So do that ahead of time. If it's like important to you to have breakfast with as a family and that's a, that's a habit, well then make it an easy breakfast. Don't do the bacon and eggs. Don't make the pancakes because, man, that's like that's more to clean up yeah, and true. get it's ready. True. More potential for mess. Like, all these things like, you know, do cereal, eat an apple, an orange. I mean, something like, you know, do something like that. Do something that's simple and easy and ready to go. Doing those kind of things. And there may be other steps that are involved for you. The point is to identify them and then figure out which of these can I streamline and make easier so that I'm not like pressing myself up against the clock and feeling flustered because that's the thing is like you start getting flustered and then you make it harder on yourself and then you're not just fighting the battle of time you're fighting against like, your emotions yeah. like in that moment like I don't even feel like well, like I'm angry I shouldn't go to church I feel frustrated and like all these things and it's just, all this stuff is not happening none of that is going to help you build a good habit when it comes to corporate work sure like you want it to be a, as much as is possible something that phew, it's just a rhythm it just yeah. flows for lack of a better term happens you just know it's going to happen and you can go to worship and Lift your heart to the Lord and receive and hear from him and enjoy the fellowship yeah. there. Lower the bar and make it fun. Yeah. 
That's exactly, exactly it. Those are just a few ideas and helps for making this a habit. If you're really seriously interested in all the stuff that we've been talking about in this series that we're going to keep talking about, our series companion guide, which is available in the app, has resources and more recommendations. It's got books. Atomic Habits, I think, is actually one of them. Links to all that. Everything right there in the series companion guide. It's all right there. Yeah. Very helpful tool. Well designed by Ethan. Oh, and, thank uh, you. Put together by uh, Lucas Jarrett. And yeah, so those are just some, just a few suggestions, just a few practical things you can do to make it easier for yourself to make corporate worship a habit. That's all I have to say about it that. It doesn't right even now. have to be your job. It doesn't even have to be your job. Mm, you can no, do it. You can do it. You can. I so. mean, if I can do it, you can. That's going to say. If we can do it, you can too. <laughs> well, thank you as always for listening. And if you have questions about this, other habits, etc., you can email them to podcast at horizonschurch.net. You can share this podcast with friends. If you found it helpful. If you've got friends that you're like, hey, nudge, nudge, you want to make it a habit? To- like, no, no, no. It's because uh, I want you to, you know, be a beacon of accountability. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's what it's about. Yeah. It's not the fact that you miss constantly. You- <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, you can share that with your friends like that. You can leave us an honest five-star review, iTunes Store, you know. Would appreciate. uh, Yeah, and interact with us on social media if you're into that. Yeah. That's all. So thank you as always for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Mm -hmm.